I have a question for you. What is the one area that stops most and prevents them from moving forward? I'll give some hint. Hint number one. Words educate, inform, and also entertain. Hint number two. This skill improves your confidence, helps you with your research, and also gives you the ability to advocate against certain causes. What is it? What is this one thing that can change your life? Welcome to The Sales Doctor, where we talk about the process of selling and how to put more money into your pocket. I'm your host, Dr. Nate Brooks, and in this episode, we're going to talk about moving forward. But before I tell you about moving forward, let's talk about what stops you from moving forward. What is it? What's the one thing that will stop you cold? Well, answer, it's fear. Fear will stop you cold. What is fear exactly? What is that? Fear is one of the seven universal emotions experienced by everyone around the world. So what are the seven emotions? I'll tell them to you. Anger, disgust, fear, surprise, happiness, sadness, contempt. Those are the seven. Out of those seven, fear is only one. Fears arise with the threat of harm, either physical or emotional or psychologically, real or imagined. While traditionally, fear is considered a negative emotion, fear actually serves as an important role in keeping us safe and also, guess what, helps us cope with potential danger. But many have no idea what fear is about. Fear normally stops people. But fear is also a protector of your certain energies. When I first found out about fear and how in my brain, there's something called the amygdala. That's a small pea-sized thing in the top of your brain that will stop you. This is also the thing that will help you or prevent you from getting hurt. It protects you from harm. What causes fear? The universal trigger for fear is the threat of harm. Real or imagined. Let's say, for example, you have, if you saw a lion and he's maybe two feet in front of you, you are thinking, because of his big teeth, he's going to eat me alive. All of a sudden, guess what? You become very fearful. But now let's take this lion and put him maybe uh, a thousand feet away. Now, all of a sudden, the fear factor is gone, but now anxiety comes up. As the fear factor gets closer to you, it will stop you. But as it gets further from you, anxiety comes up and you don't want the anxiety because anxiety will stop you also just as much as fear will. The further away the fear is, that's called anxiety. But now anxiety is imagination based. You begin to imagine what's going to happen if this this problem gets closer to you. Now as it gets closer to you, fear really sets in. I remember reading that we don't have a spirit of fear. 
But what happens is this. As you begin to understand that anxiety is based on your imagination of what may happen, the amygdala kicks in and it protects you from harm. Thinking about what causes fear. As we get clear with the picture, what makes us fearful is really the threat can be from our physical, emotional, and psychological well-being. While there are certain things that trigger fear in most of us, we can learn to become afraid of nearly anything, which means there's, there's nothing that will cause you fear but yourself. As you begin to imagine it, you become very fearful. What I've noticed is this. People are very afraid of public speaking. Why? Because they imagine the bad things happening, the worst thing happening. As you begin to imagine the worst thing happening, anxiety sets in and stops you cold. <gasps> As you begin to go to the arena, you can't do it. Why? Because you're afraid. Afraid of what? Nothing but your imagination. What things are common triggers for your imagination that will cause fear? Well, first off, darkness or loss of visibility of surroundings. Have you ever been somewhere and all of a sudden you see it so foggy you can't see and you begin very concerned about moving forward? That's darkness or loss of visibility. What about flying? Heights, flying in an airplane. People get very afraid of that. What about social interaction or rejection? People think when they public speak, they're going to have social interaction or they're going to reject them because of their message. They begin to imagine the worst. Not true. What about snakes, rodents, spiders, and other animals? What about death and dying? The most interesting thing I think is this. People are more afraid of public speaking than they are by dying. I have heard this, that the number one fear that most people have is public speaking. Why that is, I don't know. I love to public speak. I've been public speaking for years. That's why I wrote the book, Be Heard, Public Speaking Made Simple. If you would like to buy a copy of my ebook, look in the Sales Doctor's show notes. Or if you want to help a friend, buy it for a friend. Boost their confidence. I believe if people understood how to public speak, they can change things around quickly. I have seen so many people that cannot public speak and they begin to attack the person and not the issue. And that's horrible. As they begin to attack the person and not the issue, they run their lives. But what would happen if you begin to attack the issue and speak in a way that people understood and would begin to move in your direction to help you to achieve your goals? That's called persuasion. In speaking, we speak to educate, inform, entertain, persuade. In life, we come up with different challenges as far as, you know, what we're going to do, how we're going to do it. In education, people public speak. In government, in business, people public speak to market their offers to the public. What happens to this? Because of misnomers, people have no idea that Public speaking, the benefits would be helping them to improve their confidence. It helps to them to develop their research skills. Their deductive skills become much, much stronger. Because you see, as they begin to draw on the premise and the conclusion and move forward, oh, they can persuade people. It also is a advocate for causes. I can recall when I was in a certain location, I won't say where, 
because the area was so bad, they began to move the grocery store out of the area because the people in the area would begin to steal all the products and services from this major grocery store. And the grocery store is like, you know what? We've had enough. We're moving. They told me this. And I said, oh, my goodness. They had a town hall meeting because the people had no idea how to public speak and how not to attack the grocery store. They turned the grocery store off totally and they wanted to move. But yet still, they couldn't understand about the store. I then began to understand, well, I need, I, I can public speak. What did I do? I began to talk and explain to them that because of the people in the area were elderly, some had children, some had no cars. If this store moves, they had to go 25 miles to a grocery store to buy their groceries. I said, that is unacceptable. Until you get in your mind that you have to stop these people from stealing the products and services from this store, you will have to go 25 miles to buy your groceries. A new store is coming in and please help them. That way you can protect your store and not be concerned about how you'll get to the store to purchase the items that you need. Why make it harder than it has to be? As I said that, they looked at me kind of strange. And that is when they organized themselves to protect their store. You may be saying to yourself, I have the anxiety. I don't like to speak. So what can I do to enhance myself to become a better public speaker? Well, what you can do is this. First off, take time out. It is impossible to think clearly when you're flooded with fear or anxiety. The first thing to do is take time out so you can physically calm down. Next, you can breathe through panic. If you start to get a faster heartbeat, palm sweating, don't know what to do, you can't control your thoughts, the best thing is not to fight it. Stay where you are and simply feel the panic without trying to distract yourself. Place the palm of your hand on your stomach and breathe slowly. <sighs> breathe slowly. <sighs> Number three, face your fears. I believe that if people understood how to face their fears and not allow their imagination to control them, they'd be better off. Avoiding fears only makes things scarier. You've been on a roller coaster and say, oh my God, when it goes down here, we're going to be in trouble. And you get there and it's worse than what you thought. And you were praying that you can get off. Whatever you fear, if you fear it, it should start to fade. If you panic one day, get into a lift. For example, it's better to get back into the lift the next day. Get on a horse and ride. I had a horse by the name of Charlie Dainty Angel. Quarter horse. This horse threw me and I said, you know what? I am not going to ride it anymore. Why? Because fear set in. But then when my instructor said, Nate, get back on the horse and ride. That was the best thing I could do. Get back on the horse and ride. So you get back on the horse and ride. Number four, imagine the worst thing that may happen. I can recall Dale Carnegie telling me that try to imagine the worst thing that can happen. Because when you imagine the worst thing happen, 
the worst thing will never happen. It's just not possible. The fear will run away the more you chase it. You begin to chase it by imagining the worst thing that can happen. Then look at the evidence. See if that's true or not. It's not true. There's some things you can do. Now I'll stop right there. There's some more things you can do. But I suggest this. Get my book. Be heard. Public speaking made simple. And it will make your life change differently. As you begin to change, watch what happens. In recap, we talked about the thing that stops you, that stops most people called fear. Then I told you what fear was, what it is, and also what causes fear. Then we went to the area of the number one fear that most people have is a fear of public speaking. And it's number one over death, snakes, and spiders. Can you believe that? And lastly, I give you tips on what you can do to overcome your fears of public speaking. I just don't get it. People are more afraid of clowns, dying, and needles than they are of public speaking. Can you believe that? Well, if you picked up one thing that can help you in public speaking, use it. And also, if you want to talk to me, write me, Nate at BurksResult.com. I'd be more than happy to talk to you. And as always, stay on top because you certainly deserve it.